0: Good evening and welcome to the Aging Hipster Rewatch. I am Bob Serrano. This week, it's time to follow your dreams and sleep, lie, stalk your way to the top. This week, we watch Bowfinger.
1: Do you have any experience in motion pictures? Oh, yeah, quite a bit, actually. I have quite a bit of experience. I'm an active uh, renter and I um, attend the film, the cinema, uh, as, as much as possible, weekly, bi-weekly. Enter. would you be willing to cut your hair oh. yes but um, it's usually better if someone else does it I've had a few accidents would you be uh, willing to show your naked rear end in a movie
0: yeah I guess so yeah on aboard. Here's your wardrobe. Emily God! Emily God! Emily God!
1: We are finished. We are over. How come? You had sex with Jeff. So? Well, I never thought of it that way.
0: star first up is a man who also has a lot of brothers and sisters it's toby kreins how are you doing great bob thanks for having me as always um toby you brought along a friend mr organ would you like to have him introduce himself
1: yes uh... (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks a lot two weeks of practice to nail down
0: Nice. Uh, and also joining us is Alice Lauren, comedian and panel panelist from Now You've Seen It. How are you doing tonight, I'm, Alice?
2: I'm good, good. Thank you for having me. And uh, hello, Mr. Oregon. I guess <laughs>
0: we're gonna have to come up with a new, um, crazier name for it, Mr.
2: Um, Oregon. You know what? No, Mr. <laughs> Oregon. Not not the first time I've said hello to an Oregon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man, uh you have not been back. You were. What movie did you do with us, Alice? Star which, Wars. Which <laughs> no, I know, but which one was it? Um,
2: Star, Wars,
0: the... Star Wars.
2: Star Wars. Star Wars. It's gonna be the new. Uh, oh wait. The newest one. <laughs> not the newest one. The... Um, what the heck?
0: The seventh. <sighs>
2: you could just. Right? Say,
0: uh... The Force Awakens.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. Mm. Well, thank you. Obviously, it made a big impression on you. You are now a big fan. And have you seen this movie uh, before?
2: No. Nope.
0: Well, before we get into the movie and all, I just want to take care of some business. We are brought to you today by the band Heartbones, who graciously let us play their single, Open Relations, as our intro today. They just came out with a new album, Hot Dish, and they are hitting the road and will be going on tour around the country. Check out their dates along with their merch at www.heartbones2.com also check out our very own storefront at tpublic.com slash user user slash aging hipster we have a new t- t-shirt available toby did you see it it's so nice this comic book cover with, with <laughs> bob and me and uh katie is uh, the outlaw Josie wales um <laughs> robin is miss geniality i'm very proud of this i'm not going to say how much i spent on it but it's all for the greater good I, and i've also half decided to start writing the actual book behind it i have the first page done
1: whoa cool uh, but we'll see we'll see, I can't about wait
0: that. To see how the plot turns out <laughs> yeah well it's kind of funny i'm kind of hemmed in i know where it has to end up with uh toby uh toby who is uh Uh, Dressed as Ricky Vaughn from Major League, hitting sensitive ponytail man. So you're doing an origin story? Yeah, I think so. Like, so yeah, we might have to talk about it because (laughs) do is the secret? Is there secret power that they turn into these movie characters Uh, instead of just dress up like them? Uh, No, they definitely have powers. Yeah. What do you think, Alice? I know that you're kind of a superhero person, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm a superhero. I mean, I shouldn't be announcing it.
0: But, yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not saying you're a superhero, oh, but you're a fan okay. of the genre. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely.
0: I'm sorry for ruining your cover. I know. Um, but...
2: I, I didn't say who I am, so it's fine.
0: Okay. Well, you can always put on some gear to hide yourself. And you can find that at tpublic.com slash user slash aginghipster. All right, let's get into Bowfinger. It was released on the 13th of August, 1999. The tagline the con is on what do you think toby i kept thinking the bon is bon like <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> uh it was directed by frank oz it was written by steve martin it starred steve martin eddie murphy and heather graham those were the top built stars budget of 55 million dollars uh it opened at 18 million dollars on the 15th of august 1999 it grows 66 million dollars in the u.s worldwide gross of 98 million dollars we've actually done 1999 before toby when we did you've got mail so um so the top 10 releases from that year are pretty much the same we got the phantom menace the sixth sense austin powers the spy who shagged me toy story 2 the matrix tarzan big daddy the mummy runaway bride and the Blair Witch Project. Bowfinger was thirty-two. Or was thirty-second that year, right behind The Green Mile and ahead of Life, another Eddie Murphy movie. Who he was, uh, he did that with Martin Lawrence. Other movies of that year: Wild Wild West, Inspector Gadget, Patch Adams, Eyes Wide Shut, You've Got Mail, Any Given Sunday, and Election. Oscars for that year: It was The American Beauty year. Uh, they won Best Picture, Best. Uh, director, best actor, and all that kind of stuff, and this kind of uh, people are, you know, have kind of gone back and kind of questioned that. But anyways, it was the American Beauty year. Go ahead. Toby. I was
1: thinking they were questioning. Even at the time, like my dad was like, "What's so special about this?" And there's there's that line like, "This is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen," and it's a bag floating. With oh.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh. Oh, he just like uh, videotaped it, and so it, was, it gave exactly. it gave hope to all of us weirdos out there yeah. that we just need to embrace our weirdness, and it's okay. <laughs> all right, 1999. So we've gone here before when we did. You've got mail. Um, so when Bullfinger was released, so that's the summer of 1999. I was back going to community college, tail between my legs, in my uh, dream of the Pacific Northwest, and being in the grunge bands were gone. I remember seeing this movie in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin in 1999. I don't know if you were there, Toby. Do you remember? I don't think I saw it until VHS later. Oh, really? I think it might have been um, Matt who was with me. And I remember it was uh, I, I, I was one of those things I had no idea about it. And then I saw it and I was probably like a little inebriated. But I just laughed so hard during the entire thing. <laughs> Toby, where, where were you in 1999? Uh, well, 1999.
1: I was in Decatur, Illinois, enjoying the sunshine. <laughs>
0: and how about you, Alice?
2: Well, I was six, um, and but what's interesting is my kind of—I mean, I had never seen this movie before. But my, I guess, memory of even seeing the—not really the, like the poster, the, the cover of the—I guess it would be VHS in, in Blockbuster—was just that it looked so. It looked so dumb it looked kind of you know you see Bowfinger. finger you think of like a you know pull my finger eddie murphy see, you know looks very obviously very very goofy on the cover um so that was always it, it kind of turned me off from maybe wanting to to see that movie i thought maybe like goldfinger like this is like a satire of the james bond movie nope it was not uh <laughs> surprised myself with that one um <laughs> But, but yeah so it's it just it was just kind of interesting to to finally have watched it because you know even looking at the poster i'm like well was this taken seriously as a fun comedy movie back in those old days of 99
0: well i can't really remember but i know during that time was steve martin and eddie murphy were actually working quite a lot Absolutely, so i think there's yeah. and so i think there's a lot of excitement about them finally doing the movie together and i think that's why eddie murphy did this because he really wanted to work with steve martin toby did did you have anything to add
1: no that seems about right yeah i mean uh, steve martin had a string of hits as did eddie murphy so okay. yeah, um
0: yeah, this isn't this isn't like uh, today's Eddie Murphy, who spent the last ten years just watching reality TV and having children. Exactly. Um, oh <laughs> yeah, feeling... I was like,
2: oh yes, this is when he was acting. Yeah, oh, seeing this was so refreshing. You remember? I mean, at first, of course. I'm thinking of him as like a donkey in Shrek, you know, he, he starts doing his manic energy and his his lines in his first scene, and I'm like, oh, I'm making waffles, you know, like I'm already, <laughs> <All> right, <yeah.
0: laughs>
2: that's kind of more so of what I know him as, of course I've seen him, I've seen him in Dreamgirls, I've seen him in Daddy Daycare, whatever, other, Dr. Doolittle, all these things that I've seen him in, but it was just, it was interesting to get back to that sort of Manic energy, interesting style, fast-talking
1: style he has. Yeah, it's interesting because both those guys are kind of like, like caricatures of themselves today, um, and, and that's probably just due to the passage of time. You know, mm-hmm. you, their whole catalog now is just them doing that thing, and you know, but that back then it was still
0: interesting and fresh. You know. Well, I gotta say, did either of you watch uh, "My Name Is Dolomite"? No, no I wish Netflix. it's on Netflix. It's excellent. I highly recommend it, but. It's Eddie Murphy coming back. It, it's pretty. It's one of those things where you're just like, man, Eddie Murphy is a star. It just just doesn't matter. He just has that charisma. That is he. Does, yeah, even if he's doing a, a caricature of himself, but it's still better than 99 percent of those other hacks out there, you know? Because it's Eddie Murphy, right? this trading places, Eddie Murphy. You coming know, to America. Yeah, oh, coming. Movie to I
2: still gotta see. Yeah, oh, oh. In that, yeah.
0: Well. Oh, let's let's continue with nineteen ninety nine, and then we can get back to more of Eddie Murphy later. Uh, we I had to pick out some new stuff because we I, I forgot what we uh, covered and in the last. Actually, but.
1: we did we I don't. So Woodstock ninety nine happened, but uh, which was like known as a disaster. But yeah. Woodstock ninety four, my brother Nate and my sister Liana were at, and they loved it. Like it really? was like this like love fest. Everyone was good
0: to each other. Yeah and then in 99 it all went south (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, and it was also going south because uh, Reverend Jerry Falwell was also looking out for all of us when he outed a Teletubby, Tinky Winky and called him (laughs) out as a great gay role model Uh, so he was watching Teletubbies and he saw that since Tinky Winky's purple, carries a purse and has a triangle on his head that he's gay So, surely yeah uh, what else happened in 1999? The human population of the world surpassed six billion people. Yay, humans! Uh, yeah. Way to go. We I did
2: know. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm still uh, stuck on also... like the gay people usually have a triangle on their head. Like I'm just trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to understand this.
0: <laughs> well, Falwell is just like smushing every stereotype together. You know, like the big yeah. triangle and the cross dressing. The stereotype a
2: triangle on your head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. blossom.
0: Uh, <laughs> it
1: did not occur to him that tinky
0: winky could have been a female like oh. <laughs> um also napster was released toby were you a big fan of napster
1: oh napster was so awesome <laughs> uh I, yeah uh, and then what LimeWire, i think was next and i mean yeah. you could get free everything <laughs> oh <my laughs> anything God. digital Yours.
0: i was working in uh a computer software company at the time and so we did we obviously had the internet and pretty soon the company had to give like pretty strict orders about like bandwidth because everyone was just like it was just they were just downloading everything you know nothing was getting done because people were just like downloading every song ever and yeah napster well, and, it,
1: and there were the letters, the the recording, industry, which we're gonna get into a little bit here. But like, they would send these letters to
0: everyone, <laughs> like saying, "We're gonna sue you, you or pay us three thousand dollars or whatever." Um. So, okay. So the kind of timeline in June, Napster was released. It was created by Sean Fanning and Sean Parker.
2: So it it, so, it was free, or it was like illegally free. Illegally. Okay. <laughs> totally <laughs>
0: illegal. illegal. But but no one cared. It was like so, uh, oh yeah. Go I ahead, Toby. Explain watching
1: it. Uh, like movies while they're in the theater are, are come. You can get a Napster. They're, they're, you get the guy hand cameraing it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's basically you went onto the server and you like type in whatever like song you want. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, "Holy Diver" by Dio. And then all these people have Holy Diver on their computer that you can pull from. And I think you can pull from, like, multiple people's comput- computers. And mm-hmm. pretty soon, it just, like, that's how you did it. And you just, like, it was like an addiction, you know, because you're just like, I can also get this. I can also get this. And then pretty soon, you have Metallica <laughs> with their homeless sign saying, like, <laughs> like cry- crying and trying to sue everybody. Right. Which I get, I get, like I don't do it anymore, but at the time it was incredibly addictive. Uh, I,
1: I'm not, you know, the, the, I, th- so my opinion, when you have people so rich collect, you know, these are like the one yeah. percenters. I don't, I don't, there's not a moral obligation there, I don't think, for us plebeians.
0: No, no, I mean, but I think the, I listen to plenty of artists that are not that rich that i feel a little bit more mm. cognizant if i'm taking something illegally and i i think like streaming through i like apple music is not much better than taking it from napster but at least it's a little bit right
1: <laughs> yeah you, when you
0: when you spin on
1: uh, uh, spotify you you pay the artist like 0.
0: 0.0001 cent per spin <laughs> but at least we feel like we're paying them we're like you're welcome <laughs> so yeah uh, like toby said it caused all these lawsuits, and by 2001, Napster was forced to shut down its music-sharing service and was instead changed to a subscription model, which pretty much I don't think went very far. Did you want to go over some of the top music of the time? Yeah, Toby? I've got
1: the my top five. We got Ricky Martin, <laughs> Livin' La Vida Loca, uh, Smash Mouth's All-Star, uh, which I would say this, this the album that Smash Mouth's All-Star was on was a great album. Uh, And then the song just got way overplayed and uh, was in Shrek, of course, and um, played everywhere that year. Um, But I still stand by the album. Uh, Eminem, my name is Santana Smooth, Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle. Top six
0: 1999 fashion trends. I looked up Toby and Alice. You'll have to weigh in as the uh, resident fashionista. Athletic Leisure is back with Sporty Spice. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah or nay.
2: Oh, do I like yeah. it or not? Yeah. Yeah. Like like tracksuits or like yes. Yeah. Sure.
1: It's I like it. I'm it's mostly what I wear.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't want I don't I'm not don't know if I'm trying to gauge on like whether like it's in or not, but like what I would like, sure. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds like yeah. if I was the fashion queen of police or whatever queen of police. Okay. Fashion queen of police, then yeah, in.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're the fashion police, Alice. Strap in the sass. Let's get on to the next one. Sass strap. Okay. All right. Bucket hats. Illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Spaghetti strap tops. In. Okay. Chokers. In. Wedge sandals.
2: Mm, In ish, like case by case basis. We'll see.
0: (laughs) You might have to detain them for a while. (laughs) Well, we'll go to court, the fashion court. Yeah. Uh, blue eyeshadow and or glitter
2: oh, just to please my middle school self in <laughs>
0: yeah you, <laughs> i think the, just to
2: give some yeah something to that
0: <laughs> yeah you don't want to throw uh alice in the past into jail into fashion right. jail, <laughs> exactly all right toby did you want to get into the history of hollywood yeah, I was thinking because we've already done 1999
1: uh, uh, that we'd talk a little bit about the history of Hollywood, which is what this movie is really about. Like this is like this movie calls back to all the Hollywood stuff. And um, I'm sure if we lived in Hollywood, like we would think it's even funnier. <laughs> so the name Hollywood was uh, named after. Well, the first first big land developer of that area had a ranch that they called Hollywood. Uh, Why there? Uh, The reason everybody headed west for movies was because Thomas Edison was a complete asshole and owned all the motion picture patents and was suing the pants off of everybody out east. Um, And so they they all moved to the west, which was relatively lawless still. Um, And even if Edison's lawyers did make it out there by chance during a filming, uh, the movie had ample time to move to mexico and finish the filming and all that before they could get taken to court um hollywood boulevard uh is was the first street in town it's uh was called prospect avenue at the time uh 1917 charlie chaplin's studio founded 1925 the barrymores arrive which uh, would be like if the baldwins all showed up there today Um, and then
0: a day later all their drug uh, their drug dealers (laughs) showed up
1: (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bring in the horrible B-movies. Billy's yeah. ready to act. Uh, uh, 1929 was the first Academy Awards. Uh, 1943, the Hollywood sign was restored. Uh, it was originally erected in 1923 for a little development called Hollywood Land, And it fell into disrepair and they just left off the land. And so uh, that's where it is today. Uh, 1947 was the big Hollywood blacklist with McCarthyism and Washington, D.C., and all that. 1956, Hollywood Walk of Fame was installed, and there's currently over 2,600 stars. Um, not to be confused with the uh, handprints in front of Grauman's Chinese theaters, which there's 200 or so handprints. And then finally, in 1999, Bowfinger was produced.
0: And a whole lot of magic in between. Toby, it's in there like a. Kind of like th- so, the Hollywood sign has kind of always been kind of decrepit, right? And people uh, are always threatening and, to tear it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, for for years in that span between, uh, particularly between 1923 and 43, it was totally in disrepair. Um, it's currently owned by owned by the. hollywood chamber of commerce and i think they keep it up decently now but i i've i've heard over the years stories like the one you're talking about where like how will we repair the sign we need money
0: (laughs) where can we find money in hollywood i don't know (laughs) lars can't even afford his mortgage (laughs) because of napster right all right let's get into the movie and to the plot 49-year-old Bobby Bowfinger is the owner-president of a Hollywood-based production company, Bowfinger International Pictures. The company has yet to produce a film. Bobby's personal uh, net worth is virtually zero, and the company only has uh, $2,184 to its name, uh, which is basically $1 invested into it by Bobby each week since he first decided he wanted to make a movie when he was a child. Uh, Bobby believes his fortunes will change when his accountant Ephraim changes hats and writes a science fiction alien invasion screenplay that Bobby thinks will make all the studios clamor for that and has Oscar written all over it. He has a small stable of followers who support his vision and being part of his part of this movie, which eventually includes Daisy as a lead actress. Uh, She is a stereotypical small town girl looking to make it big in Hollywood. Having just arrived in town, she doesn't know how to make it around the Hollywood system, except on her proverbial back. Bobby is not averse to telling bald-faced lies in his singular focus. So looking at Rotten Tomatoes, this is interesting. So there's basically, they have a very positive tomato meter uh, from critics at 81%. The audience is around 61%, so a little bit less so. The critics' consensus was... A witty commentary on modern filmmaking with enough jokes to keep it entertaining throughout. I'm going to go to each of you. Uh, Let's go with uh, Toby first, because you've seen it before, and now you've rewatched it. So do you think it's better, same, or worse? I think it's great. Um, I I
1: liked it the first time I saw it. I, I think I like it as much now, or maybe more.
0: How about you, Alice?
2: Well, you know, so I, I hadn't seen this movie, but I did just come off of seeing Steve Martin's older movie, The Jerk, um, actually for for my podcast, oh, okay. and it, you know, and so I mean, I'm not gonna like go completely into The Jerk, but The Jerk had more kind of laughs per minute, and I don't didn't necessarily know how i felt about about that that was kind of also super weird but it it definitely gave me this idea of maybe what i could be walking into watching bullfinger and i was i was sort of i guess i would say i was pleasantly surprised that it it didn't have to have a laugh per minute you know yes you know steve martin wrote it so it was it was funny. It was nice. It was cute, but it didn't go so hard on the laughs to the point of exhaustion. So that was good. I think I'd overall just say it was it was cute. It was cute.
0: It was cute. So yeah. Alice. So that's that's a sixty one percent. Sounds like to me. But um, <laughs> but that no, that's good because we will get more into that a little bit later. Um, I think for me. I think it's I I, I'm with you Toby for whatever reason like this movie sings to both of us and I I still love it I think I still remember being 20 years old I think it was and probably just a little drunk a little high and just like I the thing that just like sent me over the edge at the theater was when they went to go pick up their film crew from uh (laughs) from the border in Mexico (laughs)
2: how did that play out and i don't want to keep saying in those olden times i mean i am like joking but like you know we talk about kind of what what aged weirdly how was that back then i guess
0: hilarious everyone's like
1: that's hilarious yeah well we'll say like where we were from in white rural america it was yeah it played well yeah
2: i know that was well, that was kind of like, I guess my, my question as we were kind of going over the history and I feel super young asking this, but I guess kind of the what what did what did it feel like to be an adult in the 90s or 99, whatever?
1: Let me, let me put it this way. Uh, so I used to campaign in politics at that time for a guy mm-hmm. and the number one issue, one guy. So I'm knocking at a door in Harvard, Illinois, and, and I asked the guy, uh, what's the number one issue you're you're facing is. Uh, a citizen of harvard illinois and he goes the spaniards, <laughs> the spaniards.
0: <laughs> but
2: who was who was president it was
0: uh, bill clinton it was yeah. clinton okay and then you know i think so my dad is an immigrant and he's actually originally an illegal immigrant but he didn't like he just ended up flying into chicago and just staying so it was a little bit different than it- yeah, like, no, it wasn't no. a Republican talking point in the same way it
1: is today. Like,
0: no. You know, it's interesting if you you can go back and see old debates between Reagan and Bush uh when they were running for president in 1980 and they were actually pretty they neither one of them wanted to round up people and deport them. Um I think, you know, they I think especially Bush was uh, uh this is the first Bush, H.W. Bush was very sympathetic towards the Spaniards as people in Harvard Illinois would say you know so there's there, it wasn't quite as hysteric as it was back then I think yeah. so
1: yeah well the old Republican party of of that of the 80s and 90s uh, saw them as an economic engine for America yeah. you know so they were like they were Actually, without saying it, they're probably in favor of illegal immigration because
0: who else is gonna you know pick the crops in California? Right, exactly. All right, so our leadoff topic, Bowfinger was about making the movie Chubby Rain. So I wanted to ask both of you if Chubby Rain was a real movie and based on what you've seen of it during the during Bowfinger, is this a good movie and how would you rate it, Toby? <laughs> uh
1: well, Here's I, so the, everybody who was in the movie loved it and <laughs> yeah. I think that says a lot about the quality of the movie. And plus they got to make the the second movie, not not a sequel but the the illegal purses in China whatever the, what was that
0: called? <laughs> um illegal wait. Fake purse. I, yeah, fake pur, um, ninjas. <laughs> fake purse ninjas. All right, and how so what would you so just say what what's your out of the five stars, what do you think it would be for, let's say, Chubby Rain? <laughs> I'd say it's four stars. <laughs> How about you, Alice? Oh, no,
2: I would rather have my guts pulled out by aliens, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> negative ten stars. I know you said five stars, but... I'm going to go the negative 10.
1: The thing is it had this like art house quality like right. you know the filming especially in that parking lot you know you get the sense like it was really artsy. It and
0: it was probably the
2: shots were the shots are great but that movie theater scene yeah no I'm good.
0: And it was probably like 10 minutes of Heather Graham just being naked in it too so <laughs> just for the art of it.
2: Oh my goodness. That shot so my favorite shot like in this in in, in Bowfinger in in general is the little the dog walking with the heels Steve Martin, this is perfection. This is my favorite scene. I loved. I loved that dog. Oh, I yeah. loved that dog. That yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, When he when he uh, took the rubber band and tied, uh, tied her back. <laughs> I
2: couldn't figure out <laughs> yeah. what was. I was like, what? What is? What is he doing? And then when I was reading the, the trivia, that like, no, the dog just did that. <laughs> oh, that freaking dog! I love it. I, and obviously, as soon as they saw that dog, I was like, oh, I hope that dog's okay now. <laughs> it's been twenty-one years. <laughs>
0: yes, Alice. It's fine. Don't it's worry fine. about it.
2: <laughs> Betsy's good. Yeah.
0: All right. So it sounds like Alice, uh, your favorite performer in the movie was Betsy. Was
2: Betsy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but let's talk about our favorite human performers. Toby, uh,
1: Christine Baranski, who who plays Carol. The I think she's the star of, of Chubby Rain. <laughs> you know, the phenomenal. Co-car. Um, uh, I I really. I really liked her performance in the movie. I mean, when you left Phoenix, it
2: wasn't because you wanted to raise soybeans. You had to get away. Why? Why was it because you wanted me and it burned inside of you? I beg your pardon? Come back to Phoenix.
1: Stop this madness. Let me in on whatever mission this is that you're doing. Do you know why I am. Of course, you're Keith Kincaid. You've come down from Wyoming with your damn UFOs. You bastard, bastard, bastard,
2: because you, you prefer alien love. Alien love?
0: Why'd you say alien love? I must get my umbrella. Chicken divorces. Oh. All that
1: to say Steve Martin and uh, uh, Eddie Murphy rocked it. Like, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and so, like, that's a given. And then this is the next best.
0: <laughs> and it's not just uh, Bransky's um, kind of It's her. I think the MVP is probably her eyebrow. Because her like her eyebrows just like it would it would just arch you know at just the right instance is is amazing, and so then what's your favorite scene? Uh, oh Alice, did you? Oh did you give a human? Who's your favorite human?
2: Yeah yeah the dog running and then and then the fact that they put those scenes together with Christine Baranski and you know like they're filming in different you know times although i don't know what they told carol like oh yeah yeah you're just gonna film the scene by yourself this is how he works but yeah i just i i love yeah putting them together oh fantastic
0: and i gotta i just gotta give a shout out to eddie murphy because i a bunch of the stuff i just love of him like um you know when he's at like the the scientologist like was it mind was it mind crap no
2: is that what it was? Mind I was head. trying to think,
0: was Mind it a psychiatrist? Head. Was it a cult? Was it it's a cult. It's yeah. a Scientology. I think. Yeah, Scientolo- it's the Scientology cult. And um, I just love like when he's going through, like, oh, shoot, what is it? Um...
1: Happy premise number one. There are no aliens. Happy premise number two. Happy premise number two. There is no giant foot trying to squash me. Happy premise number three. Happy premise number three. Even though I feel like I might ignite, I probably won't. So, what do we do? Keep it together. Keep it together, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. And what is it we don't do under any circumstances? Oh, man. What is it? Look, I have to show it to the Laker girls. You cannot show it to the Laker girls. Keep Mr. Weenie in the pants. Always in the pants. I know you want to show it to the Laker girls, but you must never show it to the Laker girls.
0: And uh, right. and of course, the Laker girls like I got it. Yeah, you know, like uh, John F. Kennedy's uh, uh, um, voice comes through and he's got to take the Laker girls down a peg or two. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, Eddie Murphy was, was so great in it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's a lot of great scenes, obviously. Obviously, we're biased. We know how uh, we're probably going to rate this movie at the end. Alice, what's your what's your favorite scene? What was your favorite scene? Oh, you said the car park, right? Oh, yeah, the car park. What's number two?
2: Number two. Okay. Um, are they all gonna be Betsy scenes? No, I'm not, <laughs> you know, I didn't understand. I didn't understand Betsy opening her legs. So now that now that I have an understanding of like what, like I thought he was trying to do something, and now okay, that makes more sense. But that was just <laughs> that was just improv.ed um, oh my goodness okay non-betsy scene robert downey jr i mean oh, that yeah. was interesting to see a young robert downey jr for sure and then just like the the phone just not connected to anything it's fantastic
0: the detachable ponytail which i wish i had yeah yeah <laughs> it's an awesome accessory i would put it right over my bald spot so just looking <laughs> at like a top knot you know
2: uh what a, yeah what a, what a good touch i'm like oh i guess this little ponytail like, yeah perfect
0: yeah uh, how about you, Toby?
1: I love every scene where Heather Graham um, manipulates the men because <laughs> yeah. it, it's kind of like a big reveal. you think she's this naive person and she she just doesn't know. Uh, who's in power, but she like sleeps her way to the top.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you think about that, Alice? Uh, coming in with a, more of a millennial sensibility is obviously different than old people like us, like you were talking about before. <laughs> uh, Where we're, we're, we're much more comfortable with stuff like racism and stuff like that, I think according to you. Um, what'd you think about that <laughs> entire uh, storyline?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's, it's interesting because I guess I kind of thought of it as like sort of like a, Oh, you know, you, you go girl <laughs> kind of thing at first. I I mean, that is interesting. Kind of as it develops more, I don't know. It's interesting to see how it would have, you know, how would have aged today. Um, or like, is it, she's just making fun of a certain, you know, she's obviously making fun of a certain ingenue type. Yeah, no, that, that, that is interesting. Cause I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I was thinking about it obviously, you know, throughout the movie, as she kind of, especially at the end, you know, was like, "Oh, I found the powerful lesbian in Hollywood." It keeps going and going, but I don't know. There's sort of a sense of you, you go, girl. Kind of a sense of this is just satirical, and you know, this is one type of person. But if you're a person coming in saying, oh, "All, all these young actresses are sleeping to the top," then that's more problem problematic.
0: And there's been, unfortunately, some recent. Um, events like you know uh, Harvey Weinstein and yeah can, that maybe makes it not so funny, even though I still think it's funny. But all right, let's get into a trivia break. Originally, Eddie Murphy's role was written for Keanu Reeves. That's who Steve Martin writ- wrote it for, and. Um, Steve Martin gave the script to his producer and they're looking at it and at the time Eddie Murphy was doing all these dual roles and then they're like what about Eddie Murphy and then they kind of changed it right there they even sent it to Keanu Reeves to turn down so I, I mean that...
2: if, if it was Keanu Reeves then how would how, like he wouldn't have like there would have been no racial stuff because I was like that's not a very Keanu thing all oh, like, you know how many K's there are in here you know like
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes so, <laughs>
2: Yeah, like uh, I do that, that couldn't. I mean, that could have been improv. I'm sure, if anything, that you know the K's thing could have been improv. But yeah, I, I could not imagine Keanu Reeves in this.
0: Right. What do you think, Toby?
1: <laughs> I mean, it would have been a different movie. Yeah.
0: You? Not. It wouldn't be so madcap, right? Because I don't like. He's funny. Like I love Keanu Reeves. Like, don't get me wrong. But he's just different than Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He's not going to be. Like freaking out and doing all that really kind of madcap humor. He's going to—I don't know what he's going to do. Just like, yeah. Ke- Keanu
2: Reeves is like, oh, they want—they want me to be a slave. They want—I <laughs> can't
0: imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Keith. I'm Keith. <laughs> um, okay, and then oh, so we are talking about Daisy. So you know, we've talked a lot about Steve Martin, and even—I and think all of us have a really high opinion of him. But, but there's this next fact really kind of makes me appreciate it more because he's just as petty and human as all of us. Because <laughs> the character of Daisy is a thinly veiled jabbit and Hesh. So like Daisy, Hesh was, is from Ohio. And like Daisy, Hesh was uh, briefly romantically involved with a significantly older man by the name of Steve Martin. And then Daisy's last lines about being involved with the most powerful lesbian in Hollywood are a reference to Hesh's relationship at the time with Ellen DeGeneres. So, way to go, Steve are just like us.
1: Yeah. One other thing about um, Heather Graham, as a, someone to cast, she was uh, had just become like a star. She, You know, A-lip-ish, yeah. right in that time. Because she did, prior to that, she did Austin Powers, um, and prior to that, Boogie Nights. When was Boogie Nights? Was that 97? Boogie Nights was 97, Austin Powers was 99, and then Bo Finger. 99 as well. Yeah, she
0: was definitely the it girl, right? Like, that was definitely the girl we all wanted to date. Yep. And treat her right.
1: (laughs) Way better (laughs) than (laughs) those men in Boogie Nights treated
0: her. right? Okay, the company, so the company could only get Eddie Murphy for a brief six-week window. So this is back when Eddie Murphy was definitely hustling. The shooter's role in the movie. He was in between shooting Life. Did you guys ever see Life before?
2: I don't think I've heard of it. Um, It's
0: okay. Like, it's the whole thing about Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. They are wrongly imprisoned in some work camp for life. And they grow old and stuff. They put on prosthetics and all that kind of stuff. It, it's okay. And then of, and then Nutty Professor 2, the clumps. They just had to They only a brief time in his busy schedule to work on this project. And then my, my favorite piece of trivia, which is I didn't realize until the other day when I found it, Was in one scene, uh, Bowfinger comments about how he's 49 and could possibly pass for like 41, maybe 38, which is uh, clearly a poke of how often in Hollywood people deflate their ages. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is if you take, so he has 22,184 dollars, and so if you actually do the all the math, that would put his uh, age at
2: 52.
0: Yeah, so he was even lying then. It's great writing. Oh, definitely.
2: And how old was Steve Martin in this? Because I had the same question with the jerk that, like, has he ever been young? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he's always been an an older man. So it's interesting to kind of... Yeah. I bet he was, like... I don't, know, I don't even know.
0: Well, no, he wow. he had white hair in his 20s. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I think he's born in 45. So he is 44. Okay. Right? No, 54. So he was 54.
2: Oh, yeah. So he was... Yeah. so He was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. 38
0: yeah of course yeah it's 52 and so okay let's get back into some questions uh toby how would you take the laker girls down a peg or two um i would
1: uh uh take them out for some of my home cooking <laughs> then, then, to your like,
2: home or <laughs> I, would, I, I would take yeah. them out yeah
1: <laughs> to a to a, uh, a park a local park and okay. grill up some food
0: They would Mm -hmm. take him down a peg, (laughs) like with food poisoning. I guess. (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. Like I know, ladies, you're used to being in an expensive restaurant, but this is called a park bench.
0: (laughs) You've never gone out with me. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're and all the uh, hot dogs, dogs are still frozen in the inside. You know, I would imagine, like uh, of all the people I've ever dated, they're like, well, he's nice, but he's a cheapskate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how about you alice how, how would you take down the laker girls a peg or two
2: i mean like daisy i suppose i could also sleep my way to the top you know turn them against each other you know do what i have to do go against my sexuality it is okay it is fine and you know i guess i don't know i don't know where i would be going with that i'll be the sole <laughs> laker girl i don't know they disband as a team. I'm the one Laker
0: girl. <laughs> you so it'd just be you'd go from <laughs> Laker girls to Laker girl. Yes. You know, just be. <laughs> oh that's great. And so as we're getting into this, um was there any scenes or anything that just didn't quite make its mark? Like didn't age well or you're just mm-hmm. like, uh eh.
2: I mean I think explaining that it, it was Scientology kind of makes more sense to me cuz to me I was really trying to like suspend disbelief and and kind of be like okay you know okay so they found the one guy who has some issues with aliens and now they're throwing this alien stuff at him you know so I was so to me I was like it's a little too weirdly convenient and I'm trying to just take this as like oh it's a fun cute movie but I think the idea of even, and I'm obviously taking jabs at Scientology, um, which is more widespread than one man who has some very specific fears of aliens, um, kind of definitely opens it up more. Um, so it's, I can definitely kind of not have not have too much disbelief, I guess, of what situation they got him in.
1: Yeah, Scientology is something else. Uh i was thinking i love the reveal scene where they realize that eddie murphy's brother is uh, his brother <laughs> oh yeah oh are <laughs> yeah. on the tape does anyone what do they say like does anyone know uh uh well no they're like like he like he's like what's so like you you got a talent you look like eddie murphy's character um
0: and uh he's like well what's so special about that he's my brother <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then uh Steve martin comes out you know i definitely so a couple uh, funny things that have to do with that is like in the middle steve martin uh bobby bowfinger starts to gain like a little bit of a contrast and he starts like kind of questioning about like oh should i do this to this you know, were kind of taking advantage of jiff and then all of a sudden like he comes in and he just like Guess what I just did and right. like Heather yeah. Graham it. And, <laughs> then, it. and it was so good that Steve Martin like Bobby Wolfinger just slipped right into just oh. like I went I went to get you back I'm not yeah. angry. And, and then, then
1: then then the argument that ensues between him and uh, Heather Graham there Daisy where he's like you slept with him and then she's like so and he's like oh I never thought of it that way.
2: <laughs> oh yes.
0: this is very liberating like yeah and he was just like okay that's right i'll be come back at eight you know (laughs) oh man that's that's pretty good was
2: was eddie murphy wearing prosthetics i thought i was reading something he refused to wear prosthetics because i even i was looking at him and i was like you know behind like the braces and the weird voice and the whatever it almost like it still didn't necessarily look like him like i thought maybe that's not him or maybe it's I guess charlie murphy who i only learned was a actual person after his death which is unfortunate but um you didn't that's, know about I thought, maybe that's not even him because it's still oh i had never i didn't know everyone's like what do you mean haven't you seen chappelle yeah. show or and i'm like what like that's a real person that's he's related he's yeah so yeah
0: i'm sorry go on no
2: no, that, no that's not what i was going to say just uh-huh. that i was it, it kind of didn't look like him even trying to you know think okay well, if he wasn't wearing braces in that scene if he wasn't I, it's still you know it's like okay similar looking black man
0: well you know I think that's interesting so you said that you read something that he didn't want to wear any more prosthetics for this movie yeah or, yeah. I mean that makes sense yeah, because yeah, that's was, all he was, was doing he's like doing the clumps and like in uh, mm-hmm. life and he's just yeah That he that, he was in a really kind of bad part of his movie career just doing just putting on all these fat suits and stuff, so I can get it. Uh, what else? Oh, Toby, you were our ex um, citizen of L.A. Yes. Did you know that they shut down the freeway for two days to do that scene?
1: Whoa! Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I was wondering because it's uh, if I don't know how they did it. Like it, to me, it, it like almost had to be computerized. But if it was CGI, it down, maybe it was just stunt driving. No, it was
0: a lot of CGI. CGI, okay.
2: but like they only they only wanted him from yeah. But like they wanted like shots of him only fr- from the back. But like this the the scene that they wanted him to shoot was him running towards the camera, you yeah. know, with, with with his face. So that's like a really weird like that didn't make sense. Also, was there a deleted scene where they explained to the cast, hey? this person, you know, we're just we're just having him be here for far away shots, for shots of his butt, you know, but that was never explained. Might as well <laughs> be like, oh, yes, this is this is Kit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Haven't you seen him up close? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think there's a lot of people giving Bobby Will Finger a pass on a lot of stuff, and he's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, how does he even afford that uh, house in L.A.? I mean, that has to be expensive, uh, right? That's like right? in Prime real estate or something, yeah. you know. It's just it's even on the FedEx route, so it's like <laughs> a, so it's on a good street. All right, do we have anything else about Bowfinger before we rate it? I'm ready to rate. Are you ready to rate? So, Alice, after each time we go through and we rate this movie uh amongst the stuff that we have always already seen, did you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. Um, I guess age before beauty then. All right. So <laughs> All right. So Alice. Um, I, I'm i not sure if you knew what's uh movies we did, but my number one movie is Always Be My Maybe from which uh had which was from Netflix during our rom com mm-hmm. thing. And I think Bowfinger this is a tough one. Sometimes I wonder how like how much is like recency bias is coming into right. it but i guess is this like a this is a snapshot of me right now right
1: yeah and and for me like like i have my own criteria on like how which which of this list would i like to re-watch today
0: i'm gonna have to put bowfinger number one put it number
1: i'm gonna do this sign as the same i'll give you a cover there because i w- i would definitely watch it again tonight <laughs> okay
0: how about you alice what did what you like comparing
2: more? against
0: okay here's a couple more Oh, here's just like kind of like a top five. There's Bowfinger, Always Be My Maybe, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Love Actually, and then let's say Clueless.
2: Okay. So I've seen Love Actually and I've seen Clueless. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) let me think. Um, Let's say Love Actually, Clueless, and then Bowfinger
0: you're out of here i'm gonna put you in fashion jail. <laughs> no i'm just kidding no fashion no it's great jail. to have <laughs> it's great to have uh different opinions on here um so yeah that's it alice thank you so much for coming on tonight
2: yeah thank you for having me
0: toby uh next week we are leaving frank Oz february it's it's interesting frank so frank Oz, he always has a ton of talent, right? It's like he's like the New York Yankees of comedy, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe just during the '90s or '80s and '90s, right? It's got with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy and uh, who else was in there? Bill Murray, Richard mm-hmm. Dreyfuss. Um, he always has talent, and but some of the stuff I don't know. Like everything is very of its time, yeah. And I'm not sure about some of these movies. What do you think, Toby? I mean, I, some of it is like definitely. What about Bob?
1: Very you know it doesn't play well to me in this era but um you know bowfinger and dirty rotten yeah. scoundrels um timeless
0: yeah exactly well next next week we're getting into a whole new month uh toby it's time to go into one of my one of my big cinematic loves which is um uh, martial arts movies asian action movies in which We'll probably lose all of our listener base, my our, our singular win listener base. In, in
1: all these movies we're watching, I've never seen. So really, it'll be
0: fun. Oh, oh that's going to be fun. So we're we're getting into the first two. Um, there are two Indonesian films. The first is the raid, is basically the first one. The second is the sequel to it, which is which was made by this uh, crazy Welshman that goes to Indonesia and starts making these action movies. And a lot of people have really. Uh, It becomes a huge cult classic in terms of they're they're just it's a little graphic, Toby. I just want to let you know, you might not want to have your kids around in the room when you're seeing some of this stuff. Great. I watch it as I'm
1: falling asleep at night.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then we're getting into more kind of conventional um, Hong Kong kind of Kung Fu flicks with uh, the legend of Drunken Master with Jackie Chan and it man with uh, donnie yang donnie in from that was in rogue one it's going to be a lot of fun and then who knows maybe if enough people go and buy swag from the t public shop we'll get a new drawing made of us as martial arts people but i don't know i i don't know toby i'm kind of torn (laughs) between just keep on going with this comic book cover thing because uh, i really like that like because i think the second one is going to be um, I don't think anybody's going to be listening this long anyways, so I'm not going to be ruining it, but I think it's going to be sensitive ponytail man strikes back uh, and yeah. it's just going to be like my my uh character like holding your just like kind of broken body and just going like, <laughs> no, you know like because he has to strike back, right? Isn't that strike how it always back works? With ponytail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. Um, But here's another question that so with this comic book, do you think we always turn into uh, the same movie character? Or do we turn into the movie character th- that we're watching at that time?
1: Oh, like, like Wild
0: Kratts, Yes.
1: <laughs> like we like have that.
0: Uh, so, oh, maybe you can only um, access the characters from the last movie you've seen. Like
1: Bowfinger.
0: Yeah. Or like Driving Miss Daisy. You might right. be really out of luck. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Like, am I going to be Morgan Freeman or (laughs) Miss Daisy?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who has more power?
0: (laughs) Oh, that would be awesome. And then it would be basically you turn into Morgan Freeman as the, as the uh, chauffeur and just run him over, you know, (laughs) Daisy with her lightning eyes. I don't know what Miss stacy did did a whole lot all right but we have done a whole lot tonight thank you so much Alice Lauren for coming on you can catch her on the now you've seen it podcast the aging hipster was written and produced by Bob Serrano and Toby crines edited by Bob Serrano Facebooked by Bob Serrano sometimes when I remember it I have an Instagram account the aging hipster network or at the aging hipster Network is that how you do it Toby I'm bad at yeah too old <clears throat> too old alice how do i say i have an instagram account
2: um follow my insta
0: <laughs> follow my ig yo my ig yeah
2: sorry i yep don't know how old i am that's fine i don't have one so
0: i well, don't, don't I do. worry kids within a year
1: i'll be on there
2: I'm <laughs> out of the loop, you young yeah. oh well, my my insta my finsta <laughs> that's what i was thinking about actually <laughs>
0: Alright, the intro song was written and performed by Heartbones. Please check out their release Hotfish. It's pretty good. Thank you for your time and thank you for listening.